Hello, I'm Eugene Edwards. And I'm Dave Rayburn. And this is the Jukebox Graduate. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, everybody. Uh, so, Dave, um, uh, are you making any personal appearances soon? Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. You know what? To be honest, I, I, I actually I did write a song last week. Um, <gasps> you did? So, oh, so the creativity is happening while uh, while I'm holed up here in Riverside, yeah. California. Yes, the Renaissance. I say. <laughs> I say that we'll all be painting. That's right. And and, and scoring uh, operas soon. I, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So uh, how is so your week? Uh, as it were, how's it has been? How did it shape up for you? I mean, again, you you have been working from home for a year and a half or so, so yeah, yeah. Uh, the adjustments are more personal, I assume, than than work related. Yes. Yeah, I mean, everything's still pretty much the same. It's been for about the last year and a half. Um, just yeah. now, there's uh, a, another person or two in the house uh, at the same time, <laughs> full time. But that's mm-hmm. total. That's totally good. Nothing else really has that's changed. Good. But I, I have noticed that, uh, like you know, I talked about in the last uh, singles episode that we did, uh, is the I, I still stream uh, new release music on, on Friday, which I did today. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm finding myself going to some of these uh, these artist uh, web streams that are coming up live, like all Good. over the place, and they're real fun. Way to support it, Dave. The one I'm stuck on, and you should check it out, is uh, Steve Naive's uh, webcast, and he's he did this thing couple starting a couple days ago. Where he said, okay, uh, in the chat room, uh, I want you guys to post, uh, give me five notes, five oh, notes. Smart. And then, then uh, when, when we go live on the next show, I'm going to pick some of these and I'll do an improvisation based on the five notes you've given me. And, uh, That's so fantastic. it's, yeah, it's, it's so cool to see that and, uh, and to see what he does with it, you know? Yeah. Now, who was, okay. You grew up in Southern California, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who was the guy on KTLA channel five? I think it was Sunday morning. So he played Popeye cartoons. Tom Hatton. Tom Hatton. Tom Hatton. And they would just give him a squiggle, a squiggle. on a sketch pad <laughs> and he would make something of it while he was talking to you. And I, and I remember, even though I didn't grow up in Southern California, my, my hometown of Yuma, we, we had KTLA. Oh, really? So I, I grew up with a lot of Southern local Southern California TV. Yeah. And I remember him very vividly. And can I tell you, when I was working for CBS radio, I got in the elevator in the parking garage and who was there? Tom Ed. There he was. Oh, that's awesome. And I got to tell him, I said, oh, and he was do, still reading news for KFWB. Oh, that's right. And that's he, just right. Got, he just passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, happy to say I got to shake his hand and tell oh. him I remember that show and how, you know, how just how fascinated I was that they would just give me squiggles and he'd make something of it. So there's Steve Naive kind of doing that. Yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, it was such a simple thing, but it was so creative, you know, mm-hmm. just to just take something so simple. And it and it and what Tom Hatton did was he, he brought the viewer – into the experience, you know, just like what Steve Naive's doing as well. You know, mm-hmm. like the, the people that are watching and listening can contribute a little something and get, you know, really excited when, Hey, he picked my notes and what is he going to do with it? You know? <laughs> and there was one guy, he, there's one guy, he said, you know, we got a submission here and this is, this guy gave me seven notes. Oh, dear. That's, that's kind of breaking the rules. And I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Oh, so, <laughs> so he chose that one first, I think. But uh, anyway, that's yeah, funny. it's cool seeing some of these things. So, yeah, as far as my uh, my week, um, I've been doing uh, kind of a 50-50 on the, the the music streaming from places like Spotify or my music library. And then uh, maybe 50% like grabbing some of these, uh, these different web streams that are happening because there's just a lot of really interesting ones popping up mm-hmm. um you know what i did notice actually is not only are people doing some of these live streams but there are artists that are uh coming out there saying well i'm gonna give you give a lesson 
Like, for example, I saw Robbie Krieger was uh, going to be doing a, a guitar lesson and uh, like you know, maybe 24 hours from when he posted his little thing. And he, he asked for people to suggest what songs they'd like to have him teach, uh, you know, the riff or, you know, the strumming pattern or something. And I love it. You'd be surprised how many people like picked Spanish Caravan right off the bat. It's like, yeah, pick no, the that hardest. That's not surprise, that didn't surprise <laughs> me at all. <laughs> but uh, so I noticed that like Robbie Krieger was doing that. And then Brian May was doing another one. I caught a little bit of one of his today. And uh, it's just really cool because uh, not only are you able to grab stuff just to be entertained by, but for those that are home, and they may not be working or they may be kids that are out of school and they've done their schooling for the day. Here's a chance for yeah. them to work on their creativity as a maybe as a, uh, you know, an amateur musician coming up and uh, to take lessons online. Well, also, I'll tell you what, it also points something out. Each day ticks by. We are all in this together. Oh, yeah. We are in this together. This thing, it, it doesn't recognize income. It doesn't recognize a lot of things. So, you know, Robbie Krieger, he's holed up in the house with nothing to do. Right, exactly. Just like you are. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so that's kind of, I like that. Um, you know, I, I, have to, I took part in something. We've been working uh, over the past couple of weeks, uh, Fender Guitar and I, uh, kind of just you plopped uh, a little bit of gear here at the house. And, uh, you know, I learned how to kind of set it up. And, and fortunately, uh, uh, Jukebox graduate Derek, uh, it has pretty much been remotely engineering all of it. Um, so it's for the Fender uh, Live show that normally right. goes on uh, on the web on Wednesdays at five o'clock. Well, uh, obviously we can't get in the studio and do. When I was I was set to host a Rockabilly episode, and I was going to host oh. one with uh, one of the guys from Lord Huron on on indie folk. Oh and, wow! Yeah, yeah, and then and then all of a sudden we just couldn't do it, or at least we couldn't do it in the way that we would normally do it so we did something just for the fender community uh, as they call it which I, I believe that means they're subscribers yeah. um on wednesday and we did at five o'clock on a wednesday and really what it was was we essentially did a video skype call uh, b b uh between me and this guy dylan calajuri yeah guru he's he's uh, on every episode of signing homework and stuff so it was a conversation between the two of us and um, talking about a new, how to develop a new practice routine if you found yourself with more time to practice mm -hmm. and how to relate some of those practice drills into actual songs or find things in songs that you can boil down to being a practice routine in your in, in your in your lesson taking. That's a good so, idea. Um, and we're hoping, you know, it, it went off. I, I think there's a little bit of a time lag, I, I, but I think maybe we, we were saying last last week, I think people kind of understand I'm watching something that's streaming live. Yeah, it's going to get a little janky here and there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you, you know, it's going to it's going to have its technical. But it's not so bad that people just turned off. They all forget this. I think people it's built into the thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so um, felt, you know, frankly, I was just so happy to, to have been of use to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The focus of doing something. I also had to learn um, a lot of uh, things. I, I essentially did a pre-screen test to uh you know become like one of the if you do subscribe to fender uh play lessons um you might see me later on down the road as one of the instructors for some of the things here but right. but they had they had to torture me first uh do a, a video <laughs> pre-screen thing uh but no it was actually lovely you know it was really good for me to just be told here's a stack of tunes, learn them. Yeah. It, it is usually I have to assign myself that sort of thing. Yeah. So I've always wanted to know this and I sit down, but then this was great. Cause I didn't get to pick the song someone else did and said, learn these at these tempo 
see you Tuesday, you know, sort of thing. Virtually, I'll see you Tuesday, I guess is what they said. But but that was really, really good for me. It helped me uh, help me feel useful outside of, uh, you know, picking weeds and cooking and cleaning, which I'm perfectly <laughs> happy to do, frankly. And you're doing right now. And I'm doing that right now, exactly. <laughs> you know, so speaking of the Fender Play thing, I did see a post come up on my Facebook just within the last 24 hours. Now, I think I think there was some sort of offer that Fender Play put out, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and and they've extended it. Now, here's what yes, I saw. Maybe you can confirm this. This is what I saw. Uh, Fender Play, three-month offer of free guitar, bass, and ukulele, ukulele yep. lessons. Ex- <laughs> ex- yeah, I, I had to correct myself. Uh, uh, extended to the first five, is it 500,000 people who sign up? It is now. Wow. No cost, no catch, no just cost. music. Just First just three months. Get a guitar. That guitar has been sitting in the closet. Yeah. It's been haunting you. And, and now it's not like, you know. And now you got a little less reason to uh, not pick it up and, uh, and take it. And t- I'll tell you something: if you've never picked a guitar up in your life, they've got a le- they've got lessons for you. Um, you know, a friend of mine, uh, jukebox graduate John. You know, he used to play bass in college years ago. He he picks it up every now and then, but he says, you know, sometimes he just needs to remember how to play a song that he used to know. And sometimes he clicks the le- if that song's available on the lesson, it just shows him where to start. Just start in this position. Right. You start walking, and then he goes, "I'm off. To the, I'm off to the races." They just need the memory. Just need a little, little, little bump there, you know. So uh, there's a lot of different ways to use those lessons. Yeah, and there was a video that went up about I don't know, was it a week ago where you were doing like a a little country lick. Um, I, it was called a triple. Stop Ben. Triple Stop Ben. Now, I, I got my guitar set up here. Um, I was going to show you my progress on the Triple Stop Ben if you if you have a moment. Tell me oh, if I'm doing this that'd right. Be great. I don't know if you can hear this, but. Dave, that was perfect. Thank you so very much. So that's all I'm going to give you today. It's just, a, just a taste. Other, just a taste. Otherwise, you'll put, you'll put me out of a job. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was, I was able to pick that up and, uh, and, and do that just by, you know, you, that was like maybe a two minute video. It was really short, but you showed where the finger placing mm-hmm. is and what yep. the, the steps involved. And I was able to like replicate that myself. So, um, and, and I'm not a very complex player at all. Um, so anybody could really pick that up and watch what you're doing and probably latch right onto that. And I, I now Fender play has the whole wide array of, uh, of confidence levels built in, right? Like, so like, like right. you said, somebody that's just fresh, fresh into it can pick up something and get something right away. But then you have things for more advanced players too. Yeah. Well, they're starting to add the more advanced stuff and they're adding new songs to the catalog all the time. So, um, just keep your eyes out. And frankly, I mean, I would feel guilty. I feel like more of a shill than I am. Um, uh, uh, by promoting this thing, but frankly, it's free right now. So yeah. I, I <laughs> take a lot it, of guilt right? on my part. Take it, take it. Just even if you just close out your uh, close out your day for about fifteen minutes, sit on the couch, get your laptop up, check it out. I'll tell you this. I already I I, I sent the link to my my daughter today uh, for the grandkids. And she's like, oh, they're totally going to be all over this because they're all very musical, actually. Um, one plays oh, drums, yeah. one plays violin, one plays piano. The And I think I may have mentioned this to you before. The one that uh, plays violin wants to get a little bit more into like uh, creating oh, EDM type stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. but my daughter thinks, oh, he actually would probably latch onto the uh, the guitar. So we'll we'll look into that. Thank you. So I, I sent that on and I think uh, we'll share the link on the uh, the Facebook page for Jukebox Graduate as well. 
Um, but yeah, get in on that because the first three months free and uh, a lot can happen in three months. Well, your your violinist of the family, you know, his high, his right hand, left hand coordination, he's already got that down. Yeah. So adapting that guitar, uh, be 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 ready to be impressed. I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward it, to that. Uh, Okay, so it's Friday. Yes. Uh, let's talk about, you mentioned new releases. What's what's on the scene? I know it's only been a few hours for you, but what, <laughs> what have you been listening to? Well, uh, there's actually, that's to start off the morning, uh, I, I found a link for, I'm not sure if it's streaming yet on Spotify or not, but I did catch a video, might have been on, might have been on Rolling Stone's website, but there's a, a brand new uh, Jackson Brown song. Uh, oh. called it, it's called a little uh, a little soon to say <laughs> and uh but yeah so i can't make a joke well you could but i mean yeah obviously in the news <laughs> this week soon. is that uh yeah that uh, jackson brown tested positive this week but to know that he's got new music here and that he's actually still planning on touring uh in the summer with james oh. taylor so yeah, I like to think he'll be fine that I would think, be a I really cool tour he's always been in really good health yeah 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 oh and um the other thing that I really got in today, well, there's a couple things that I've been listening to recently that didn't come out today necessarily. I wanted to mention um, there's a uh, a new album by Puss in Boots, which is a group with Noah Jones. Oh. Check that out if you like her voice at all. It's just it's 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 a really fun album. Um, some beautiful stuff on there. But then uh, about a week or two back, I uh, discovered the new uh, streaming Pretenders single. <gasps> yeah, it's called. I didn't know. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's called The Buzz. It's from an upcoming album called Hate for Sale, which is due out in May. Um, <laughs> and but yeah, it's it's it's. I don't know what it is about this. Like I the first listen, I'm like. Okay, but then it, uh, the second listen, it soaked in somehow. And what it is, there's a, there's at least a couple different elements of pretenderisms in there. You know, like stuff. You know what I mean? Like some like a little bit of a, a guitar part that like doesn't steal too much from a very prominent song from the past, but it reminds you of it. This this is cool. I like this. So, tricky to do. It's really tricky to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, do you remember? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say, there's yeah, there's artists that like uh, you find that winning formula. Like there's like Everclear, for example. You know, they get that that sound and they don't let go yeah. of it. So every song becomes Santa Monica. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, also the part where, especially if you're if you're an 
a band slash artist like the pretender with such a long history and, and deep catalog yeah. it's tricky to, to to use echoes from the past remember robert plant's now and zen album yes. what year was that 89 uh, 88 89 i thought i thought uh, he and the producers everybody involved with that kind of handled that as well as you could have at the yeah. time you know because he had to at least acknowledge yeah i am the guy from led zeppelin yeah so they they keep it fresh and with a little reminder of the past and i really and it's been a while since i've really loved a pretenders track um mm. i mean they've been fine but i mean like to, to have a standout to where i'm going to want to talk about it and okay. tell people about it this is one you should definitely check out it's called the buzz the pretenders, other thing the buzz yeah the other thing that came out today, um, I, I got news this morning that there's a, a new Bob Dylan track that dropped. I just found out about this an hour ago. It's like, what, 17 hours long or something? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't have had enough time to even listen to it all the way through. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the new track is it's called Murder Most Foul. And yeah, it's almost 17 minutes long. Um, and it's the first new song from Bob in, uh, as far as new original material in about eight years. I think it's, uh, yeah. he said it was recorded a while back and people are speculating it's from the Tempest period, which would date back to about, about eight years, seven, Gee. eight years. Yeah. To me, it's, um, it's very much in the tradition of, uh, uh, Van Morrison in the sense of, uh, like Coney Island from Avalon sunset and, mm. uh, and take me back from, uh, hymns to the silence. Wow. Okay. Those are, those are pretty specific. References. Yeah. It's uh, but it's long, but it, and I thought, yeah, I'm not going to like this. There's no way I can like something that long. <laughs> well, okay. So I, you know, I put it on and, and it's basically, it's about the, the JFK assassination. Right. And, Oh it, yeah. So it's an huh. int interesting topic to start off with, but there are so, and it's great. It, I mean, after the first listen, like 18 minutes later, I started yeah. it over again. I need no, I need really? yeah I know I've been oh. I probably listened to it about 5 or 6 times at least today just to kind of soak it in because there's so many things that you'll miss if you're not paying attention not that it's fast paced but there is it's very wordy and there it's are like a movie you have yeah. to see it a few times to get it yeah there are so many uh pop culture references in here Goodbye Charlie goodbye Uncle Sam Frankly, Miss Scarlet, I don't give a damn What is the truth? Where did it go? Ask Oswald and Ruby Leon, I know Shut your mouth, say it, otherwise, hold out Business is business, and it's a murder most found And there's some just really it's it's some of the, some of the great Bob Dylan writing. I I picked out some verses I wanted to uh, some lyrics I wanted to read. Yeah, let's hear uh, some. There's Go like ahead. there's about five pieces I picked out here, which is uh, okay. Not not too long. Uh, up in the red light district, they've got a cop on the beat, living in a nightmare on Elm Street. Right on Elm Street, <laughs> Dallas. Right. Okay. Uh, sure. When you're down on deep, Ellen, put your money in your shoe. Don't ask what your country can do for you. Um, wow. There's another one here. Uh, turn on your radio. Don't touch the dials. Parkland Hospital, only six more miles. You got me dizzy, Miss Lizzie. You filled me with lead. The magic bullet of yours has gone to my head. Wow. Uh, I just got a couple more to read here that I, mm -hmm. I enjoyed. Uh, play John Lee Hooker. Play Scratch My Back. Play it for that strip club owner named Jack. 
Guitar slim, going down slow. Play it for me and for Marilyn Monroe. And then the last one I like is just because it's got a sort of double meaning jazz reference in here, or at least I read it that way. Play Art Pepper, Thelonious Monk, Charlie Parker, and all that junk. All that junk and all that jazz. Play something for the Birdman of Alcatraz. I, I like the junk reference because obviously back in the day, um, junk was the the reference to drugs that you know, often involved, well, probably all of those jazz musicians I just mentioned. <laughs> but yeah, just the references are all well, the, over all the place. All that jazz Bob Fosse thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, my, yeah, that makes the brain spin, but that's what he's so good. You know, now correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. And it just, when you mentioned the JFK assassination from that Tempest album, you mentioned, wasn't there a song about it kind of was, was about John Lennon's, uh, uh, murder. Oh, I'd have to refresh on that. One. I do. I, the, John Lennon reference definitely rings a bell, but I can't recall the storyline. So I wonder if, I wonder if he song. was sort of just kind of working on these famous, I, I just wonder if it was part yeah. of an exercise in a way. And the one about John made it on the album and this one kind of just kind of didn't. And we thought, Hey, why not put it out? Everyone's yeah. at home. <laughs> And he still just puts us all to shame as, or puts everyone to shame as a writer. Right. And like none of these lines are, are terrible throwaways or anything. And there's so many of them, but it's just, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a cool ride. It's, it's obviously, it's not a dance tune. You're not going to like drive around with the windows down, like cranking this one, but you're going to want to sit down and kind of just meditate and take it in and like try to catch everything he's mentioning. Well, I love, I love that passing window referencing thing he does. Cause I thought he really caught fire with it on the love and theft album in a big way. Yes. That's why I really, that's why I go back to that album all the time. Cause it does feel like just these, these things just go whizzing by, you know, and I love it when he's writing in that mode. So, uh, so I'm, uh, yeah, I just saw an email that mentioned that the Bob left this newsletter mentioned. I thought, what, when did that happen? So, yeah. So brand new Bob Dylan. Uh, I don't know if it's coming from an, you know, from an upcoming record or not. I think it's just something he wanted to put out there now while people need things to consume something to well, listen where, to. Where would I, where would I go to hear it? Uh, you can hear it on Spotify. I think there should be a link on Bob's website, which I, okay. be I believe is BobDylan.com. Yeah. Um, okay. cool. You should be able to get it on uh, iTunes and all, all the usual suspects, I believe. All the usual places. Yeah, there's uh, there's one other song that I've I've really gotten excited about, an artist that I, I told you about offline uh, once recently, a guy named John Moreland. Mm -hmm. he, he's sort of a, a, I guess I considered like a folk rock artist. Um, and he's, he's not what you would expect to see. Like you'd hear his records and then you, you catch a clip of him and you're going to be like, that's the same guy. Now I'll recommend going on, um, going on YouTube and find a video of John Moreland performing on this Stephen Colbert show. It's a solo performance and he just tears the house down and it's, and, yeah. and you'd be like, where, where has this guy been all my <laughs> life? You know, but anyway, so he's got a brand new record called LP five on old omens. And, uh, this is a song called harder dreams that I've, uh, I've really fallen in love with. And we'd like to share it for you now. Here it is. About religion, 
Crowded in for the sins we study here on silver screens. Couldn't wait till we graduated to harder dreams. And I hear your sermon, but I don't think I believe harder dreams. John Moreland. Love it. If you want to catch John Moreland, uh, he's got dates scheduled uh, through August, but we're not sure when they're going to begin. He's got stuff April through August on his website, which is johnmoreland.net. Um, and I, he was, I know he was supposed to be playing L.A. somewhere in that range, and I was really looking forward to, to catching him. So I, if that gets rescheduled, everybody check the dates to see if anything pushes. But 
Um, I hear his live shows are fantastic and I've dug into a couple other albums of his. Um, and like, I, I think I mentioned to you before, like discovering an artist and then finding they have a catalog, you yeah. know, like, it's like, <laughs> Oh, thank God. So uh, yeah, I've, I've dug into several of his previous records, but the new one is called LP five. That song was called harder dreams. And Gene, what have you yes, been sir. listening to as of today or recently? Cause there's it's a new release Friday. New release Friday. So it's it's been seven years since we've had new material basically from Pearl Jam. That's right. And it's their 11th album, Gigatron. No, Gigaton. Wait, sorry. <laughs> Gigaton, yeah. I'm still even, am I supposed to gigaton? Because I do that usually <laughs> until now. You're supposed to, if you like it, you're, you're, supposed to dig, you're supposed to dig it a ton. We're gonna dig, dig it a ton, dig a ton. We're gonna, we're gonna work on that with these guys. Normally, I can't understand what Eddie's saying anyway, so that's just fine. <laughs> but it's the way he says it. A highlight for one of the, I mean, one of the best tracks so far is, is, is a song called Retrograde. Great, great playing on this thing, and also one of the, uh, the the I think it was the first single was uh, "Dance of the Clairvoyance," and yeah. which I mentioned on a previous episode. Now, the so "Dance of the Clairvoyance," I don't know if they meant to throw us off the trail or not. I, I there was part of me that was kind of hoping that the next Pearl Jam album, as evidenced by da- "Dance of the Clairvoyance," was essentially just going to be like a Talking Heads record, which would have hmm. blown my mind in, in such a great way. Uh, but it's not. They kind of, it, it really is. You'll go back to, it's it's the Pearl Jam, you know. Although yeah. this is really kind of, you know, it's probably, it sounds like a cliche to say, but this is kind of, it, it's it's what happens when grunge grows up, you know, hmm. which has been the, the that's the kind of curious thing. You know, what happens when all the punks grow up? Well, now the question <laughs> yeah. is almost, was it 30 years later for these guys? Right. Um, that this is what happens when, when grunge grows up. And I'll tell you what, pretty good. You know, just had to make it out of the 90s in one piece, I think, was really the, yeah. the important thing. Yeah. And um, Not a lot did. And, and not a lot of them did. But these guys, now, we, we you know, in a, in a time where our routines have been thrown off kilter and, and frankly, we, you know, we're, you know, our, our, a lot of our institutions have been tested lately. Um, and I think a lot of our institutions will survive, uh, maybe in a slightly different form. Pearl Jam. An institution, a rock institution, and obviously they had a big tour coming up, and that got postponed. That's right. um, in fact, I, I kind of feel like their announcement was kind of a canary in the coal mine a bit. I, I just kind of it feel was like, one of the early ones, wasn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, I think they announced it uh, maybe a day or two before like the NBA made their announcement and stuff like that. So, um, but again, you know, Pearl Jam. Part of what makes them so wonderful is. The, the care that they've had for their audience, and I know maybe one or two people on their crew, and, and they treat their people really, really, really well. And um, again, because grunge grew up and, and uh, they held on to their principles and and they still just make, and, you know, I'm a dad basically, so this is perfect dad rock for me. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, I'll just, I'll I'll call it what it is. But, um, and, and by the way, for those of you, um, if anybody hasn't heard it, it to advertise, after you listen to this podcast episode, go to Bill, uh, Bill Simmons' podcast, The Ringer, uh, 
Look for he did an episode, a very long interview with Eddie Vedder and, and Jeff Ahmet. And oh, okay. it's really, really great. It's long. There's even one of the highlights is the host, Bill Simmons. He falls off the call. So basically it boils down to, it's just Eddie and Jeff talking about <laughs> when they were kids and keeping score at baseball games and basketball games and stuff. And it's just fascinating to hear oh, them wow. speak to each other. That's cool. But um, great, some great storytelling, great stuff about the history of the band. And also you kind of get an idea of who these guys are. Quick name drop. The night I met Cheap Trick, um, one of the kind of parenthetical parts of that whole story, because it was out in Montana, <laughs> of all places. Um, but Jeff Ahmet was there backstage, oh, wow. and he's the only guy from Drill Jam I've ever met. And uh, and I did had a, I had a quick basketball conversation with him for some reason <laughs> that the thing that he was a big basketball guy, probably the Mookie Playlock trivia, yeah, yeah. Uh, is probably what stuck in my head. Um, and that's where the conversation started. Uh, a very sweet guy, a very genuine guy. Um, so that, so there's, that's, that's the big album for me today oh, because now, I don't know. I've just one thing related ahead. to that though. Uh, the, mm-hmm. you mentioned mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the one single, uh, what was it called again? The, D- Dance of the clairvoyance. Dance of the clairvoyance. Now there was a second single. Um, was it, uh, like Wolf Moon or Wolf Blood Moon, Moon yeah. or something like, okay. So I remember when that was announced, uh, on, on social media, you could, uh, you could download the Pearl Jam app and, <laughs> and point it at the moon. And that's how you would be able to hear the single in advance. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to, it wasn't streaming anywhere. It wasn't placed wow. anywhere. It was such a great way to like, here's how we get the app in your, on your phone. <laughs> if you want to hear the song early, just download, download it. It's free. Go outside, point it at the moon, turn up the volume. And uh, I thought that was kind of a cool little uh, gimmicky side of this kind of thing. That's a to great do. gimmick. It kind of reminds me of like, you know, from Christmas Story when Ralphie had to get the Dakota ring from Little Orphan Annie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so anyway, so that's one. And the other yeah. one, uh, which is from a, a you know, kind of not, not such a huge act, but a guy I've liked for a long time. Yeah. British soul singer, James Hunter. Uh, soul, I guess soul singer, Americana. I don't, he, uh, and, and his new release is called Nick of Time. Now, mm-hmm. if you accidentally buy the Bonnie Raitt album of the same title, you won twice. You're right. You're still good. <laughs> you're still good. So this comes out on Daptone label. Uh, and if you don't, if you're not aware oh, of Daptone, yeah. you better yeah. get Yeah, you better. It, it, it and, sounds like it too. And it sounds like it, yeah. It's just, and um, let's see. And it's actually it's it's produced by Gabriel Roth, uh, also known. He's usually known as, as Bosco Man, uh, and he was behind the Sharon Jones Band, mm-hmm, yeah. and he's on a lot of that, that Amy Winehouse stuff. I actually got to shake his hand uh, once we played a festival in Canada. Uh, a really great guy, great bass player, and uh, of course that was my one chance to see Sharon Jones, which. Uh, if, if people go on YouTube, look up Sharon Jones, find that Austin City Limits performance. It, she made me so happy I cried that day because um, she was just such a powerhouse. James Hunter keeps it simple. He always keeps it simple. And uh, I, I got to tell you, it's nice to kind of just 
yeah, I don't know. If you dig, if you know, if you like Sam Cooke, you like that sort of stuff, then yeah. you, you can do no worse than listen to some James Hunter, man. So I'm happy to see he's, I think this is his sixth release. And for a real special thing, um, check out the video for his song called I Can Change Your Mind. It's the, it's a single off the single. Watch the video. I don't normally point people towards videos, but uh, but this one's pretty pretty cool. Pretty, that, pretty cool stuff. The first track, I put it on uh, after you uh, hit me to the, uh, th- that you're going to be talking about mm-hmm. it, and I put it on, and the first track, I'm like, yes, this is Gene. This is so Gene. <laughs> and it, it reminded me a little bit of, uh, eh, just right off the bat, I, the first thing that came to mind was a little bit of Big Sandy. Just in, in, Oh, in sure. And uh, but yeah, it's just it's it's from what I've heard, it's, it's a fun listen, and it it sounds great, and it's got that that yeah, it's got that daptone feel and that vintage sound, and uh, uh, thanks for turning me on to that. Ah, my pleasure. So that's it for me, Dave. That's I think uh, this is a good uh, a quick another single. Yeah, we got out another A side and B side. <laughs> uh, so. I want to mention uh, thanks again to, to Fender Instruments. And if you are interested in uh, picking up an instrument and checking out those lessons, it's free. Fender.com forward slash play. And I think there's a little pop up yep. about the free trial thing. So the, it's very easy to find. Give it a shot. And, you know, let us know if you uh, if, if you signed up and if you made any progress. Um, also, I want to thank, as always, this episode is brought to you by Satellite Amplifiers. Satelliteamps.com. Yesterday's technology today. Also, a big thanks to John Moreland uh, for the use of his song Harder Dreams from his album LP5. Check out John Moreland at johnmoreland.net. All right, Dave. Thanks for everything, and I'll talk to you next week, okay? All right. You take care, Gene, and all of you out there, take care of yourselves. Until the next episode of Singles, this is Dave Rayburn. And this is Eugene Edwards, and this has been The Jukebox Graduate.